gets us in the talking mood. The podcasting. What would be the, the music to set the mood? Like porn music? Like, what would be the porn music? Podcasting. Really, like, you know, it'd be very, it'd be like a, a, like a rock elevator music. The, dude, sort of that's thing. funny. That's kind of what I was thinking, too. That's hilarious. It softens off. Then it comes back. Yeah, that's that's definitely what it would be. And you'd be waiting and you'd kind of notice it and you'd be like bobbing your head. And the person next to you would be bobbing their head too. And you'd be like, yeah, that's what's up. That's it. They get it. Everyone in this elevator is pretty cool. <laughs> that's that's how you know. And you light that doob up, you hit the emergency stop. You just take a second to enjoy your day. Maybe yeah. you pull out a doobie, you light it up. Kick out that fake top of the elevator. Spark it. <laughs> Don't give a shit about that no smoking sign. Doesn't apply to weed. Yeah, that no smoking <laughs> signs only applies to pussies. It's it's merely a suggestion. Yeah, we both violated that in Vegas. Yeah, well, yeah, Vegas is tough because you never know where is okay and where isn't okay. Yeah, so yeah, it is, I guess it doesn't count because it's like, hey, what, what, I mean, what the fuck do you want? You can smoke here, you can smoke there. I mean, what the fuck? In between, people okay. smoking on this. People smoking on the sidewalks, okay. I smoke in the Bellagio fountain. It's like not cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> I try to light one up that's in the pro- middle that's of the Soleil, and everybody gets pissed. It's like that guy's tripping over there. Oh shit! It's Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> he just came from Burning Man. <laughs> Is that Paul Rudd? Damn. No, I have, I, I want to see something next time I go to Vegas. Yeah, man. The shows are what makes it, I think. There's a lot of... A show or, like a, or even a fight Ooh, would be fun. Yeah, UFC would be really good. But you were saying that those only come around, like, you can't really plan for it, right? You can't be like, oh, in a year I'm going to go to Vegas and see a fight. Yeah, you'd have to plan it for a certain time to catch it. Um... I don't think fight night happens always there. Like, I think they spread it out across the country. Um, now that they've locked down New York, they're going to use MSG a lot. I thought thought they banned MSG in food. Dude, no bueno. It gives me so much headache. Like, my head's just pounding. You can't eat the Chinese food in a lot of places. I, I never understood that. I think it's just another urban myth. Yeah, because I think they did say, like, oh, none of that was real. Yeah. Came out and said that eventually. Yeah, and MSG is literally still in everything. It's just under a thousand different names. You can find it. Just makes, just making shit taste real good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> while, while preserving you from the inside out. Yeah, oh, yeah. You want to keep that stomach, don't you? Yeah, right. Put, preserv- put preservatives in it. It's the way to eternal youth. <laughs> stop you, stop oh, you, Asian. <laughs> <laughs> Cut it out. What? Oh man. 
so the scary shit yeah i mean now that we're we're here it's it's the day it's halloween i love halloween favorite time of the year yes sir american slacker podcast loves halloween we've got a quite an arrangement of uh scary and creepy shit for you places and creatures and stories oh my and i carved a pumpkin yeah man let's say that (laughs) that pumpkin's getting posted it's fucking awesome First yeah, I, I, it was down. my it was my attempt at doing our logo. It's like the the eagle's head uh, from from our iTunes logo. Yeah, it came out dope, man. I really really think it came out dope. I'm no pro, but I'm 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 proud of my pumpkin this year. Yeah. I always try and do something cool. Fine pumpkin, sir. <laughs> well, thank you. Let's start this out with a crazy incident that happened to me. Um. Yeah, this freaked me out. You told me this the other day, and I was like, this is like a real-life horror story. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this happened years when I was younger, in a younger time, when I would make uh, bad decisions and youthful mischief, you know, seeing as it's... Uh, as we all you know, do. You know, yeah, it's natural. And uh, so it, was, it wasn't anything too bad. We were uh, biking, me and a buddy, who will remain nameless, um... We were biking late at night. It was, you know, it was past midnight. And uh, there was a bunch of these big, not, not the little cones, but like the big barrel like type deal. Like road, I don't know what you call them, road barrels. The ones, yeah, the like construction <laughs> barrel things that you'd see on the highway. Yeah, yeah, like in the movies, people always like crash into them, like fucking action movies. Like, oh shit. Um, now, I always thought those were full of water. Yeah, well, they weren't. They were hollow and they were very light. And so me and a ah. buddy decided to take like six of them and block off Route Nine. Um, well, Route Nine G. Um, not that it matters. You guys don't need to know where exactly this went down. I don't want to criminally, you know, set myself up. So you block. So, so you blocked off a road. Blocked off the road, which was, road. wasn't Nine G um, at all. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, so we're, we're biking away. We're about a quarter mile away and, uh, a car goes by. It's a, it's a SUV. And, um, so it goes by and we don't think anything of it. We just keep biking and, you know, normal, like, and then all of a sudden we just hear like the engine go Burr! and it's like ripping around coming back at us. So me and my buddy just bike our asses off into like a wood line, like, on the left side of the road, okay? Going away from this, like, objection we made in the road. And uh, so we hide in the wood line, and the car goes by, and uh, we're like, oh, shit. So we waited out for, like, ten minutes, and uh, we're like, all right, well, uh, we're probably good. So we come out, and we go to head down the way, you know, the car went. Um, we were going to cut down a road on the right, like, it's right, right down. And sure enough, you know, we're like, we're going down, we cut another road, we're like, yeah, we're good, we're good. And then, in the darkness, man, you just, lights come on, and coming straight at us, man. This SUV, just gunning for us, man. It was wild. Um, That's terrifying. Yeah, yeah, one of the most terrifying moments of my life. So, me and my buddy bike around, um, we, we, you know, dive right. Going to some yards where the car can't go after us exactly. 
Anyway, like, we go to the backyards, and the car comes around and goes around these people's houses and comes into their yard and is chasing us in their yards now. So we go through probably. So, so you, so you guys are running through backyards. Oh, we're this biking guy through backyards. Sees you. We're biking through backyards. Biking. We're okay. still on bikes. Like, so you're bi- we bike a lot. You're, so like, you're, you know, it was nighttime. We're still good. Like we're biking in the dark now. Like just praying we don't fucking hit anything that we can't see. And so you're biking through these backyards, and all of a sudden this car comes ripping through these people's backyards. Like biking, yeah, you could probably get away with that. That's not, nothing too wrong with that. But this guy's insane. Oh, man. He's coming He's after going you. going violent over, like, a such a dumb... It's, like, it's a shame to call it a crime. It's just a dumb action that, like, yeah, we shouldn't have done. But it does not... You were messing with some caution what, codes. What incurs... Okay, so, we're, we keep on biking. He comes ripping around. He's in the backyards with us. At this point, me and my buddy get separated. We dive into the woods, and we bike as far as we can. We both have to ditch the bikes. So we're, like, worried for our lives, literally, at this point. We ditch the bikes and start running. Um, run and dive, you know, it's a it's a little scenario. Get away. Um, it's a tactic we've used Tuck before. Tuck and roll, tuck and roll. <laughs> as you know. And uh, so we just, you know, dive. You know, we run, we run 20 yards into the woods, say. And dive. And at this point, we're both separated. Um, I don't think he was that far from me, but it was just, you get quiet. Laying on the ground, um, and people with flashlights start coming through the woods. And my buddy was apparently so close to him that he could hear him talk. Um, I forget exactly what he said they were saying. He said they sounded like kind of redneck. Um, I think he said one of the guys was like, which way did they go? Like, you know, like the... Uh, oh man it's straight out of a movie yeah yeah so um this goes on for a while man this this whole chase was probably more than an hour long and it it only it was only a couple of acres like that like we were like slithered around on like i was far enough away to keep like moving away a little bit at a time because i could see where they were because they had flashlights and like i'm in the dark my eyes are adjusted like so it's kind of easy for me to creep around I definitely fucked my ankle up that night, like, uh, scraped it all up and shit, fucking, there was rocks in the woods, fucking, it was a nightmare. Um. You, so you're belly crawling, like, you're going under barbed wire, trying to just, like, avoid crouch the flashlights walking, at crawling, this point. Whatever, man, like, panic ensues, man, and you'll just, like, fucking do whatever you can. So, at this point, I'm, st- I'm like, on the edge of, like, a person's property, okay? Um... To give you an idea, we're back onto the main road, like, basically, like I am. I'm on the wood line between somebody's property that lives right on that main road. So, I had double-backed almost. And I stashed my backpack inside of a little kid's, like, play playhouse. You know, like, those plastic playhouses you can get at Toys R Us or whatever? Yeah. So, I, I, I come out of the wood line, throw it in there, and I head back into the woods. And, uh, man... So the truck comes creeping right into the yard, so close to me with the flashlight, and I'm laying on my stomach, and they're just looking at me, and I'm like, holy fuck, do they see me? Like, they, they hold the flashlight, like, in my area, so it's like, I can only imagine if they were like, is that fucking him? You get out and check. No, you get out and check, motherfucker. I don't think it's him. <laughs> All right, let's fucking keep going. <laughs> like, they just keep rolling by. Wow. Then, man, like, after fucking 45, 50 minutes of this, we hear 
fucking they rip around and they go back and there's another car there now like they've called somebody okay so they're fucking sitting there talking they grab our fucking bikes and they peace out oh man yeah so you lost the bikes we lost the bikes and we fucking sat but there you for kept a, your we, lives oh yeah we sat there for like 20 20 minutes probably separated still after they had left because we were worried they might maybe they left a fucking scraggler like fucking just hanging out fucking trying to get us waiting you know dude it was some fucking creepy shit like i am no fucking storyteller but dude if you want to talk about fucking being scared that somebody's fucking you just crossed the wrong motherfucker somehow like it was clearly not it's a police classic vehicle, okay just to give you the idea oh so no if anybody's like oh it was the fucking cops no it was not the cops okay well, I would think that, like, the cops wouldn't rip through someone's backyard, yeah, too. Yeah, and I'm talking, like, fucking not like, oh, I'm just, they're ripping, like, fucking five, ten miles an hour. I'm talking they're fucking full gun in the fucking car, spinning tire, like, ripping people's lawns up, fucking. It's amazing people didn't come outside, like, you know, like, fucking talk to them. Like, I would be fucking pissed if fucking some big SUVs ripping my fucking lawn up. That's the classic horror movie setup, though. You know, it's uh, it's a couple of people that kind of go out to do something that may be questionable, and they then are hunted by someone who is either insane or bent on vengeance or justice uh, in their mind, which would have been running you guys over. Yeah, man, yeah, but I want to know what they would have done if they caught us on foot. Like, did they have weapons? Like, what the fuck? Like, oh, and little did they know, like, I had a weapon, too. Like, fucking, I had one of those telescopic police batons at the time, which is totally legal. Fucking. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I had one of those fucking, I was, like, so paranoid. I had that at fucking side the whole time. I was just like, oh, my God, what the fuck? You were in a horror movie. I don't know if anyone could blame you. Yeah, yeah. There was at least, like, two of them to start with, possibly three. And then another car shows up. I'm just like, what the fuck? And the other car was a pickup truck. That they, that was what they ended up taking the bikes and throwing them in. Like, that could have been a uh, Texas chainsaw kind of scenario going dude, down there. They get one of you and throw you in the truck. Can you imagine, like, fucking, bring you back to their horror house, dude. You never know. And fucking where we're from is kind of fucking backwoods. You never know. There's fucking tons of farms. Fucking pig farms. You can make you disappear. <laughs> Other than they're done playing yeah. with it. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Oh, man. The well, there's there's a real horror... <laughs> there's a real-life horror story for you, folks. Hope hope that uh, you at least learned something from it. Yeah, don't fuck around, because it could be karma. Who knows? I mean... <laughs> but I firmly believe and if I hadn't if been you... fucking around, they would have left us alone. <laughs> we know a lot of you are going to be out there vandalizing on Halloween night spray painting and even if it's just throwing one toilet funny paper. thing like nostalgia kicks in and you're like ha 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 like i got this egg like i'm gonna fucking throw it don't do it just don't fucking do it because because you never know who's on the receiving end of that egg that guy could fucking have a camera track you down and shoot you in your face could be a guy in a clown mask could be a psycho in a clown mask that's gonna hunt you down yeah could fucking subdue you trank you fucking kidnap you put you through hell put you through a world of hell you never knew existed <laughs> yeah so i've always wondered like where did all this like like dark yeah man like spirit <sighs> stuff and masks and all that crap has come from like well why do we do all this awesome shit 
Yeah, yeah. And Halloween's an awesome we've holiday. Del- Fucking so unique. How do we celebrate we- all these bad things? Well, it's not really a bad thing that we're celebrating, right? No, not at all. It's uh, We dove into the history of Halloween, and what we've come up with is uh, some of the earlier uh, parts of Halloween tracing back to a uh, Celtic festival called Samhain. Yes. Uh, which which is essentially the Celtic New Year. Damn Irish, always love to have a party. <laughs> yeah, and it was uh, it was the day of the dead. They believed the souls uh, of the deceased would be available to like talk to. Like anyone who died that year would be wandering the earth at that particular date. And it also marked the end of summer, and it was a harvest and the beginning of uh, winter. And they would often have a uh, big bonfire as like a to- uh, token to the sun to say like, "Hey, stick around." Yeah, because they associated like, don't leave just yet. Uh, winter with death. Yep. Yeah. Because yeah. I mean, let's face it. Back then, if you didn't have a good pair of fucking shoes, you're probably not gonna last the winter. Yeah. Yeah. You're fucked. You're fucked. Like, you're wearing like burlap, (laughs) woven straw, like, yeah, you're not gonna, winter's not gonna be too kind to you in the, uh, in the Celtic times. So they also, uh, during the celebration wore costumes, which is where our costumes come from. Uh, their costumes though were made of animal heads and skins and they would also attempt to tell each other's fortune, which I was thinking is probably where that, the witch type stuff comes in yeah right of like of like how do you know these things trickery <laughs> right doing like sorcery people's fortunes and yeah Witchcraft. exactly sorcery <laughs> absolutely uh so yeah crops were burned animals were sacrificed but later in history in the 16th century uh once christianity was introduced um and kind of woven into like what celtic uh religion was uh they would the children would celebrate the vigil of all saints by doing the dance macabre which is like a it's like a death dance okay so so all the kids you know kids should be doing it get up on why not get up on all saints day yeah go down do the death dance. i like into life do a death dance now right do it we're gonna give you some metal. That's what I imagine they're doing the death dance too. Is they're all like going? They're all prancing around in a circle, just like headbanging as hard as they can with like old school like long hair on like all the little boys, and they're just like they look like little metal stars from like Norway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so they're they're all doing this death dance. Um they would also like have like costumes which was a carryover from the celtic religion and they were also interwoven with uh the idea of death so they're out there dancing and they got their little death costumes on brutalized deer carcass so from the 16th century where we're seeing it the death woven in and the children woven in we now get to halloween in the united states which was brought over by european immigrants the irish Um, i believe again yes yes which traces back to the roots of uh where it started with the celtic religion yeah the great potato famine brought them over here they ran out of potatoes so they were like we gotta get out of here 
Come and, come and have some nice American potatoes. Yep. Some nice McDonald's French fry taste in American potatoes. Yep. I heard Idaho to the spot. Oh, yeah. Some of that russet gold. <laughs> I know my potatoes. It's the real don't, gold Don't rush. test me. <laughs> Reading all the bags over at Five Guys. Oh, all right. Damn. Got to gotta study up on your potato knowledge. Where are you getting this product from? I want to see it. <laughs> like, I don't... I don't eat Wyoming potatoes. You told me so, these weren't Wyoming. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, the Irish and English traditions become the American trick-or-treat tradition, and by the 1950s, leaders changed Halloween from a holiday aimed uh, like at old religious practices to one aimed at young children to limit vandalism. So it's like you give the kids candy, and they're not going to fuck your shit up yeah yeah like well you know i mean mischief night was a uh, big big thing throughout history and uh <laughs> they needed to solve it they needed to stop this madness you have to appease the children kids look forward to just fucking shit up you gotta replace that let's give them candy what do you mean let's give them candy just That's fucking just... buy some candy and fucking hand it out we're gonna bring them around you fucking hand them candy it's over should buy should buy a hose is what you should do. <laughs> hose them down. That sounds like a. You're they're talking about ramping them up and sending them elsewhere, but they're just gonna come back. Well, dude, it's, it's like a cat. Pretty brutal. You like, feed it. Mischief night was like, you know, it sounds like all fun and games like eggs and blah blah blah. But like, there's places like Detroit where it was like Devil's Night for like throughout like the 70s and 80s where like people would mainly do arson and burn the fucking places down. <laughs> Yeah, that takes it to an... You're not getting any candy if you burn someplace yeah, down. Yeah, I don't think they were concerned about candy. I think they wanted to fucking get some deep eternal... But that's what the whole night's about. Drive. They're getting the whole damn night wrong. Yeah. If they're just burning places down, it's all about the candy. The <laughs> they're just giving it away. You don't even have to buy it. You just go and you knock and you have a weird mask on and they hand it to you. That's what it's about. It's not burning places down. But I'd rather watch it burn. <laughs> but the candy there's airheads right across the street you just I gotta like knock you can up. go you know if they got you don't even need a costume you're already an arsonist just go as an arsonist i've already got the gas i know what's part of the costume you bring it over and you'll have perfect perfectly good amount of candy you leave the fires this whole building we should get out of here if they don't have coming down. anything that's chocolate and peanut butter i'm burning their house Oh, that's fine. I'm sure they'll have a Reese's. <laughs> so, after you're done burning your houses down, maybe you need to take a trip and find a new house. Yeah, you want to get away. Or maybe you want to get away to end it all. Yeah, well... Is that too, is that too morbid? <laughs> no, well, there's a beautiful forest to get away in. It's a... Uh, it's got, there's rocky ice caves in there, too. So it's not just a forest. There's, a, there's tons of elements for everybody. Now, let's butcher and, this name. And it's so dense. It would, so, wait, the forest is so dense that you can't hear anything. <laughs> Not even the natural sounds of the forest itself. An almost maddening forest. So it's like one of those chambers where it's like uh, the decibels are so low that you go insane if you're in there for more than 12 minutes. You're just like, ah, I can't oh. do it anymore. <laughs> That's insane. So yeah, let's let's go ahead and butcher Say, this. Aoki Gahara. Uh, Aoki Gahara. A- A- Aoki Gahara. Gahara. Steve Aoki Gahara. Yeah, Steve Aoki Gahara. 
kind of. DJ Mountain. Uh, what? Um, now, now what? What is this name we're butchering? So basically, the, as you said, this is the Suicide Forest. Some most people have you know heard about the Suicide Forest and like crossing of like any paranormal documentary. Like it's, it's weird. It draws in an insane amount of people. At least twenty five a year come there to kill themselves. Um, Must be nice. Yeah, yeah. In 2010, highly trafficked. Um, I haven't seen any recent numbers, honestly, but I'm assuming it's you know keeping the average you know still above 24 or 25 somewhere in there at least. Um, and you know Japan has a history of, with you know high suicide rates between pressure of hard jobs and the whole honor system. Uh, so yes. that takes a toll into it as all. Well. It's a beautiful place. It's crazy, and I can imagine how eerie it is to feel that like. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like you could feel energy from places like that because you know what happened. You know, it's probably a mind over matter thing, but I just feel like if I went there, I'd be like, whoa, this is crazy, you know? I'd, I'd love to go document it. Like, I'd love to go take photos and video going through there, but, like, I just feel like maybe there is energy transfer there going on. Yeah, quite possibly. I know that, I like, it's, it's, there, I heard something about, like, signs that, like, are turning people away if they are going there to uh commit suicide oh uh where it's where it says like here's a number to call if you're thinking about it like so it is very prominent that like and known that people go there to do this yeah yeah um so i'm sure it's been happening for a while and and like you said it's probably a heavy heavy place to to go to yeah they have to do like literally annual like they have to go out there annually to like do searches and make sure there's no bodies that they miss um what other place in the world do they have to do that? Like, oh, we got to go on the annual body check. Go on the body hunt. I don't know, man. It's it's definitely it draws them there for a reason. I mean, it's beautiful. So, do you think that. that there's like a? <laughs> do you think that there's a hotel, uh, like somewhere around there? Yeah. Oh like, yeah, it's a really nice it, place. They have um the best hot tubs you could ever imagine. A really nice bar. The chef has been on Food Network. I'm not going to name him, okay? He wants to rename, you know, he wants, doesn't want to get his name out there. Um, it's a great place, you know? It's The Last Stop. That's the name of the place. Now, do you do you think... Oh, it says The Last Stop. I was, wow. That's, like, an even better one than I was thinking. I was thinking, people love to people love to come here. But, but, ne- but they so, never or, leave. Or, like, but they never leave. Yeah. So, something along those lines. Uh, it's like, still good. It's so, more poetic, so, I feel like, though, too. Cause it so be great, you'll never want to leave. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, but all jokes so, aside, yeah, it's a crazy you're... place with some type of action going on there to draw these people there to go kill themselves out of all places. It's those damn ice caves. Yeah. Um, on a serious note, if you are having thoughts of suicide or anything like that, Please go reach out. There are plenty of numbers to call. Don't do it. Just don't. Yeah. Back to the fun stuff. <laughs> yeah, right? Let's not have the focus on the bad. But we had to get that disclaimer out there. Get it out um, of the way. <laughs> and by fun stuff, we mean the Paris catacombs Man. where there are thousands and thousands of skeletal remains. Thousands? There's over six million people buried there, apparently. I can't count. Yeah. That's too many bones. You know, 400, <laughs> 6,000, 6 million, whatever. It's a small number gap. 
No, it's it's literally the there's, biggest there's grave a couple, in the world. <laughs> there, there's a couple of bones in there, sir. the The halls are lined with femurs. Like, yeah, maybe a hundred, <laughs> maybe a hundred, maybe, maybe thousand. Who knows? Yeah, I, I don't can't. Know. I, I can't, can't count. count. They keep bringing them I in. Can't. They're overworking us here. I get, I get, I get tickets on the way home. I don't even know what numbers are. It's... <laughs> Speeding over the limit. Uh, so the Paris Catacombs, uh, as Matt said, 6 million people uh, buried in its small mines un- in a tunnel network under Paris. Um, they actually, you can go and take a tour. It's still open to this day. Yeah. Um, it's the, the location that you, to go into it as a tour is like Denver, Rochera. Is that how you, you would say it? Uh, yes. Rochero. Rochero. Maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it, it was, uh, I heard that a lot of people were put under there because of during the plague, uh, and they just continued to do it at, during, uh, World War Two, and, like, it's just lined with bodies. There was actually a horror movie that I saw called Catacombs, um, that was really good. Uh, it had, actually had Pink in it, the singer oh, wow. Pink. She's transferred um, to as well too. When was is this, do you know what, yeah. when this came out? Like is it an older early two thousand? This was this was early um two thousands, I wanna say. Uh twenty fifteen. I I well no, that doesn't that doesn't sound right. Um It was two thousand seven. Two thousand seven uh catacombs. It was a horror movie starring Pink and Shannon Sosamon. Um, But basically they were uh, at a rave that was taking place in the catacombs. And uh, parts of the like catacombs started to collapse because of the amount of people that were in there because of how old it was. Okay. And and people got separated from their groups. And these places are dark and the tunnels are long and there are no maps. There are no guides. Like if you are down there and you do not have a light, you will be lost. Oh yeah. I even like ridiculous lengths. Yeah. So watch catacombs. If you want to get an idea of how freaking terrifying the catacombs are, they were used during world Um, war two, man. Like, uh, Persian members of the French resistance used the tunnel systems. The Nazis had a a bunker built into it. Right, right, and they're actually even used. I like the uh, the Airbnb in uh, 2015. They paid uh, 350,000 euros as a publicity stunt, offering customers a chance to stay overnight in the catacombs. Oh wow, that's crazy! So would you? Oh yes. stay in the catacombs. I wouldn't Let sleep. us know. I would tweet be at walking. us. Ah, God. Tweet tweet at us. I would sleep in the catacombs or ha- or yes. i would not sleep in the catacombs Do you have the balls hashtag <laughs> hashtag catacombs <laughs> god one of the i'd do I would it. love to visit these places man like it's crazy let me walk through that i would sleep in the catacombs it's probably isolated That'd the be tour interesting. you only get a little touch of it you can't go to the plague area yeah it's still alive you'll get it well, there's even parts that are rumored to uh, where they don't even know if the floor is there because the bones are piled so high. Oh, God. So you could, like, step and just fall into a pile of bones. Yeah, yeah. Just be lost down there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I could imagine. Shit is terrifying. Yeah, they were bringing in bones from, like, places that flooded out. Like, <laughs> overflow of bones here. Take them. Bring them in. <laughs> Take them out. 
Move up. Yep. Wait, we got to move these bones out. We got to need put them in the other room. That room's full. There's too many put bones. Them, put them in the, the other room across the, the, the hall there. <laughs> and we got, no, that room's full too. We just loaded that with bones yesterday. Put them in the hallway. We don't need okay, to go back yeah, here we'll anymore. Okay, yeah, we'll just leave them in the hallway. Yeah, we're clocking out soon anyway, so. <laughs> All right. Well, going from, what what do we got up next? Well, it's, uh, I think more we're taking a hop, shit, skip, man. and we're jump gonna... across the globe. Well, I mean, if you want to take another getaway, you know, Australia is a beautiful place for a getaway. Wonderful place. I've always wanted to go to the Australia. Yeah, yeah, man. I've always wanted to go to the... I've always, always wanted to catch the vision of a UFO. And I guess I could do a double, kill two birds with one stone, take a fucking vacation, go to Wycliffe Well in Australia. Because it's ranked number five as the UFO hotspots. And that was, uh, what was that from? That's a Herald. I mean, that's a credible source, man. Come on. I got to believe their word. <laughs> yeah, why not? It's a, it's a newspaper. They must have printing presses. Yeah, man. Yeah. So, uh, go there, you know, sit on the coast, take a drive down the highway, catch a UFO. You don't believe me? Check out YouTube. There's YouTube videos. That's not credible enough? Come on now. What are you going to say? They're fake? <laughs> so so this is uh this is in australia it's like one of the most like ufo sighted areas yeah essentially yes, yeah yeah um you the stewart highway runs right through it um it's a very popular like i guess way through to get you know from place to place in australia um australia it's probably the like, only road out there yeah there's not many places that are really developed like there's like you know a few key cities that are huge and shit but like there's a lot of it like i forget the the percentage i, I feel like it's like 70 percent of it is like not developed yeah i think most of their cities are like they're all on the coast is where everyone mainly is and like all that inland area yeah. is mostly the, the outback yeah yeah they have fucking australia is a fucking scary ass place it's the scariest place in the world probably um it definitely beats Africa, in my opinion. Uh, you got shit to worry about on the land that'll kill you, like small shit, fucking, that you won't even see. Poisonous everything. Poisonous plants you brush up against that'll fucking kill you overnight. Um, you go to the fucking water, there's fucking sharks everywhere. You're fucked. Yeah. They have, like, the most, the, dude, the, I don't know, they might fucking not have as many as South Africa, but fucking, they don't have a ton. No, they got the, they got the barrier reef out there, so I think they do have a lot of sharks. Yeah. Either way, fuck that. Combination of shit I don't want to see. But I do want to see these aliens, so maybe. You never know. <laughs> so if the heat doesn't kill you, then maybe it's the cold that'll get you. Like, you, you can't win. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. E e either way here. Uh, so you're thinking, let's go, let's you know, go I'm going to... jump south. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking I'm going to avoid Australia, there's avoid no, the heat. There's no creepy crawlies. No nothing. Yeah, no fucking sharks. Sharks, are, they don't fucking like the ice cold, right? Come on. No, they're not going to survive. So you're like, all right, I'm going to vacation in Antarctica. There's no way anything can scare the shit out of me there. Uh, talk to Robert Scott <laughs> and his and his hiking party. Well, I hate to disagree with you. <laughs> oh, he, he, would, he would love to disagree with you if he was alive <laughs> to do so. <laughs> Um, what happened? He, what happened to him? So he's one of the most famous explorers uh, to have landed in uh, Antarctica. In 1911, him and uh, his hiking party or expedition party 
they landed and built a seaweed-insulated hut, um, and they were using that for their shelter because they wanted to be the first people to like land at the North Pole, like go all the way to the North, like the actual, or I'm sorry, the South Pole. Okay, we're here. Put Antarctica. The <laughs> Antarctica South. Yeah, we're right. hot. yeah, Chill definitely. Me. Who's got the mittens? Who are we drying them? All right. What was this? Cool. This was 1911. Journal entry four, March 1911. <laughs> We've set the. Hunt it's up. funny because I'm, I'm looking exactly at a picture of him writing, so it's like perfect for what you're doing right now. <laughs> so yeah, they got all these, they got all these supplies and stuff that they hiked in, and they're like, all right, we're gonna be the first motherfuckers to land at the South Pole. We've got this um, shit. So Scott and four others, uh, I'll give their what names. Was, do you know what the purpose of the expedition was? Like, were they trying to claim it? Like, were they looking for resource? Like, uh, just to like expedition it. Like, I guess at out. that point in the nineteen hundreds were big for exploration. Yeah, they were survey, like every, everyone wanted a piece of everything. Um, oh yeah, it was just a madhouse of claiming shit. Like, this is mine. This is mine. <laughs> People yep. are like, we live and here. There's a lot of, we live here, though. Right? <laughs> and there's a lot of dispute uh, about, like, who owns what for those reasons. And just for, like, Antarctica, like, people go plant their flag and leave. It's like, you can't really defend that. Yeah. Yeah, right? So, someone comes, just rips your flag out of the <laughs> ground, it throws over. it down. Ha! It's like, this is this is ours now. That's, yeah, that, that'd be funny. You gotta leave, like, one dude there to be like, no. Is that one dude with a gun? One finger up. (laughs) It's one dude with like a Tommy gun freezing to death in Antarctica, defending a flag. (laughs) Hanging off his beard. (laughs) It's like a fucked up game of Risk. (laughs) I'm just gonna leave one troop down here. Like, please, no. I need shelter. Give me a tank. (laughs) So, so Robert Scott sets out with edward wilson hr bowers lawrence oates and edgar evans and they're going for the south pole they reach it on january 17th 1920 1912 um only to find that norwegian explorer ronald emeldson had gotten there three weeks before or i'm sorry gotten there weeks before them uh, all five men died trying to get back to camp the final three scott wilson and bowers were just 11 miles away when they died Oh, from their camp. God. So all of their stuff is like was like just left at the camp, abandoned, and sat there, and is still sitting there today. And people that have visited Antarctica can go in and like look at their stuff of this like essentially a ghost cabin of the these abandoned things from these guys that just didn't make it. Yeah, yeah. Fuck, man. That's yeah. It's definitely Great. eerie. Um, all that info, all that info, give a shout out to darkroastedblend.com. Uh, they have a lot of cool pictures. Uh, if you go to dark roasted blend and look for the article, ghost of Antarctica abandoned stations, they have a lot of cool pictures, uh, abandoned hangar with like some airplanes, a lot of ships that were just kind of left there. Uh, yeah. Antarctica is a really eerie place. Yeah, there's not much going on there. Not too much. It was big during the whaling uh, era, yeah. but like now that people aren't doing that as much. 
Oh, There's no real reason to be down there. there. Probably fucking except <laughs> except to co- yeah right except to collect yeah. collecting meteorites is a big thing uh, we had mentioned before because I guess the uh, magnetic pole like pole kind of makes draw, meteors yeah land. It must draw them to like come to that yeah to the poles which is pretty cool I never thought about that there's probably a shit ton of like metallic meteorites chilling around the poles where that kryptonite at though right then we'll know what's up yeah yeah. it's a little too cold for me man i feel like i'm gonna go back to the warm i wanted all right where are you trying your i always wanted to go to africa man it's another crazy place that'll eat you alive and i left the rains down in africa it's toto right that's a good song yeah oh yeah um but apparently in Africa they've got a problem with man eating trees. Oh man. Yeah. You go like to lean up on one in the hot sun, you're like, ah, oh, finally some shade. Yeah. You're like, oh god, oh god. Oh. Yeah, which I mean the largest like uh carnivorous plant that we know of is about um sixteen inches tall. So one that's man eating is on you know, definitely unheard of. But yeah, it'd have reports, to be pretty big. Apparently, there's one in Madagascar, which, you know, is a wild-ass place that has... What is it? I don't even remember. There's a certain amount of species that are only found in Madagascar. It's like a preserving land. Oh, yeah, because it's a, like a small island off of uh, Africa, so, I mean, it's not like connected to the mainland. Yeah, it's mainland probably has its own has its own ecosystem that yeah, developed separately. Yeah. Um, so... There's been so many reports, but this Madagascar tree mainly came up um, in 1874. There was an article published in the New York World, which was a big magazine in New York City. It ran until uh, the 30s, I believe. Um, anyway, the article was published by a German explorer named Karl Leisch, where he supposedly encountered a sacrifice performed by the Mikoto Drive of Madagascar. Okay? Um, so... <laughs> In excerpt from this actual piece, he uh, he has described this terrible, terrible thing. So let's uh, let's see what he had to say. It was the slender, delicate palpy with the fury of starved serpents quivered at a moment over her head. Then, as if instinct of demonic intelligence fastened upon her in sudden coils round and round her neck and arms. Then, while her awful screams and yet more. Awful laughter rose wildly to be instantly strangled down again into a gurgling moan. The tendrils, one after another, like great green serpents with brutal energy and infernal rapidity, rose, retracted themselves, and wrapped her about to fold and fold, ever tightening with cruel swiftness and savage tenacity of anacondas fastening upon their prey. <laughs> So, so this is the tree, like yeah. So the tree's limbs coming and strangling her. This now, woman? to give you the idea of these trees, what apparently happens is they grab people and torment them with their branches. They'll grab you and strangle you and pull you and yank you, and then at the end, they just the bark opens up and then they swallow you whole. Wow. Okay. That sounds like uh, where Sam Raimi got the idea in the newest Evil Dead remake. Yes. With, for the trees that attack the lady. Yeah, exactly, man. So, if this is true and this German explorer saw this shit, they, the Kibito tribe had to apparently make the sacrifice. That, like, the, it was some type of god. Um, 
you know, keep the peace. That's crazy. Who did they sacrifice? Like, I can't find a trace of who they could sacrifice, but maybe it's one of their own. Maybe it was one of the Germans. Who knows? Maybe they were smoking some good shit, that Makoto tribe. Yeah, man. Ooh, true, true, right? Maybe the German maybe the German guy couldn't handle yeah, it. Yeah, right. They just like toss some good shit into the fire and they're like, Here you come come here, come here. That's like, a terrible man, tribe. The trees, <laughs> they're eating people. And more like a mo- like, like a mumble, like uh, uh, and then like a gesture, like come here. And then, uh, it's like breathe the smokes them out. Breathe the breathe the wind changes direction. <laughs> Just totally gets it in the that face. That tree just ate a man. <laughs> like, oh yeah, he's he's good. And they nodded he's back to now. him. And <laughs> he woke up the next morning with oh. this crazy idea. <laughs> no, but I mean, he's like, I have to write this. There's down. legends of this all over Africa, though. There's the Nubian tree. There's there's other ones too. The vampire vine that'll grab you and suck your blood. So it's wild, man, to see these crazy legends. You know, that one's not too old, you know, I mean, but everybody wants to clean When was that one? 1874. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's more, more recent. Yeah, it's probably when we first started going to Madagascar, um, I'd imagine. Huh, so Madagascar, watch out for the plants, man. They'll, they'll come at you there. Never trust a tree, man. You can't trust anything your eyes show you. Because whatever you're looking at could be something else, too. Yes, sir. You could just transform. Exactly. Like the Wendigo of North America. Um, This is a shape-shifting cannibal monster uh, that's supposedly uh, an evil spirit uh, that would inhabit the northern forests of the Atlantic coast and the Great Lakes region of the United States and, like, Canadian regions. Oh, man. What, what did this creature look like? Uh, it would look anywhere between, like, a half wolf, half deer, half uh, person. It always... It, it's a shapeshifter, so it can transform between looking like a human-type creature and, like, and a wolf and... Yeah, they they're de- supposed to be very deceptive. You essentially, uh, according to Native American folk, certain Native American folklore, you can turn into a Wendigo from uh, consuming human flesh and doing anything cannibalistic. It's very cannibal-driven uh, folklore. But even to up to today, there's a lot of belief in the Wendigo and the evil spirit that could like come up to you and assume a different form and trick you. And eventually eat you. I, I I would assume would be their goal. Man, a lot of these lures are about trickery like that. Like, I read about a, a spider in India that would like take the form of a beautiful woman and then lure you away and become a giant spider that would eat your insides. <laughs> Women, all right? <laughs> yeah, dude, for real. <laughs> Can't live with them. Can't live without them. They kill you either way. All right. It's a real, real black widow there. Um, so yeah, the Wendigo can also be uh, attributed to like a werewolf type creature. Um, if we wanted to kind of get it to more modern, uh, uh, like e- equal playing field, I guess. Uh, it can also, but when I'd say it differs from a werewolf because it, when it turns into like a human, it's like. It knows what it's doing. It has an evil intent. 
it's always like there's it's never going to be a good Wendigo. It's never a good thing when a Wendigo shows up. Dude, fuck that. I never want to cross one of these fucking things. Well, this one unfortunate soul, and like I said, Ed, there's been sightings in modern times too. Um, now, granted, this is something that we had found online, so we have to take the person who wrote its word for it. Um, but I found this to be quite a chilling experience uh, if it does, if it did turn out to be true. Um, so this is the Wendigo story. When we had crossed the reservation border, I noticed the bus driver had sped up and was now going 85 miles an hour. I thought that was a little weird because he never exceeded the speed limit, at least not in my high school career. For some reason, I couldn't fall asleep like the rest of my teammates, and I just sat back in the back of the bus staring across the desolate desert landscape that was lit up by the full moon. As I looked out, I could see a figure running towards the bus at an angle of pursuit and keeping up with the bus at 85 miles an hour. As this figure got closer, I saw that it was a humanoid figure. As a matter of fact, it looked exactly like a human, only that the face was painted half black and half white with glowing eyes. Glowing eyes like a rabbit's eyes reflecting light from a spotlight. I immediately thought, holy crap, it's a skinwalker. Skinwalker is another name for Wendigo. The skinwalker ran up, to the edge of the road and just kept up pace with the bus, hurtling sagebrush and rock while staring at me. After I made eye contact with the thing, I could not look away. It was as if something was holding my head in place and my eyes in place. The skinwalker just smiled at me with its inhuman smile that went from ear to ear, showing crooked yellow pointed teeth. I felt as if I was going to throw up and I was panicking throughout the whole ordeal. The skinwalker started to crumple down on all fours, still keeping up with the bus. I could see his bones crack and reform. Hair started appearing all over the skinwalker's body, and in about three seconds, it was now a coyote, and it ran off back into the desert out of view. As soon as I was gone, as soon as it was gone, I ran on board ba to the onboard bathroom and puked. I didn't tell anyone for the fear that they would think I was crazy. So yeah. Dude. That's the, uh, the Wendigo story. Yeah, if that was true, fucking A, man. Fuck that. I would be, uh, slamming on the back of the bus driver's, like, shoulder, like, telling him to go faster. Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park. Go faster! Go faster! <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> right? That, that would just be, oh. I, I... That it creeps me out just the fact that you know it can shape shift and the idea that you never know if like oh okay is that a coyote watching me in the distance that's kind of normal but then like all of a sudden some weird person walks up to your campsite and is like hey how's it going you don't know who they are I've read other stories like the one we just read online where uh, there was one where a boy uh, was at a party out in the desert and a random stranger came to like uh, like hang out with the rest of the group and no one knew who it was and then the person asked for a ride home and they like dropped everyone off and they asked where that person lived and they said the person who was driving's address and when they said that they like parked the car and just ran because <laughs> uh, and because they were like they didn't want to drive them to their house because they didn't know what the hell they were gonna do if they did so they just booked it they said yeah so it who knows like who that was or what that was or because they no one there knew it so don't give people rides home 
I think we've that's the second time we've suggested that on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. You've given strangers ride home, but I won't do it. I'm a I'm a friendly guy. I'm like, hey, you need a ride? Like, yeah. You're the first Can guy I that dies in a horrible road. Man. I'm trying to tell you. Like, yeah, get in. <laughs> Me and my friends are just going to our campsite. Yeah, we're gonna be there all weekend. No one's really checking up on us. Huh? Look at that! I don't have much cell service. Yeah, this guitar <laughs> case. Yeah, it's full of weapons. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. You need ammo for that? I have some in the back. Ah, I do. I do. Let me just load it. <laughs> do, 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 do. What was that? What? Oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't say that I was gonna kill you in your sleep. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Mind if I stay oh, with you tonight? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Good. Good. And and see, this is the scenario that could play out. You could be picking up one of the worst criminals in the world, and you always wonder what they want to eat right before they're uh, put to death. You know, that's something I've wondered for a while. Yeah, like when. Yeah, especially that's an important thing to think about. Like your last meal. Foods like the essence yeah, like of everything. Someone, like, come on. So, so that guy, that guy that I picked up in the in the van, in in our hypothetical situation, you know, he's coming down on you with the knife, and you're just thinking, hmm, I wonder. The last thing before it hits you, you're like, I wonder what he wants for dinner. You know, <laughs> that's that's well, what you're always. He's definitely I'm going to death thinking. row. I wonder what he's gonna get for his last meal. <laughs> right. Sure, I'm sure that's the last thoughts. They're going to catch you. What are you going to (laughs) eat? Just tell me. Tell me. Any last words? So, (laughs) Yeah, your last meal. (laughs) See, then he might help you out. He's like, oh, they care about me. (laughs) So that's the uh, topic that we're about to get into is uh, what people requested for their uh, final meals or their last meals. Um, I I don't know. It's something that's like kind of gets you thinking. I I mentioned it to a coworker today, and and he was like, "Oh yeah, I wonder I wonder what I would have." You know, it's like something you you automatically go into in your own mind. You're like, "Oh shit, I have a favorite food." Hell yeah, man! I would. We'll get to what I would do. Oh yeah, we got ours at the we'll end. We'll wrap up but, with uh, ours. <laughs> Off the off the I'm top, we got uh, serial killers and yeah, I know, murderers right? make me hungry. I never thought I'd say mm, that. I'm thinking about cereal. Ooh. <laughs> so so let's get let's get into it. So we can we're gonna be even hungrier by the end of this. I hope you guys ate before turning this podcast on. So the first guy we got is Dobie Gillis Williams. He got twelve candy bars and ice cream. They didn't specify what ice cream. Well, yeah, I don't know. Either way, I mean, it's not like, not like he has to worry about getting that bettis. No, not at all. Fuck it. He's uh, he's got nothing to live for, I guess. Maybe so, he yeah, was diabetic. He's that's... like, fuck it, I'm going out with my sugar level through the roof. Uh, that that could do it too. And maybe it was an out plan. He was like, I'm not letting them get me. I'm gonna like. It, I wonder Ooh, if he shock ate himself. the ice cream. I wonder if he ate the can the ice cream with the candy bars. Ooh, like mashed it up into it. Yeah, mashed it up or like tried to scoop it's it just out. Just so sad. You know? You're just mashing it in a cell like, you're done. 
It's like stirring it with a Snickers. It was like 12 assorted candy. It was all like Snickers. He was like mashing them up and stirring it with one. What if. Mashing Snickers with Snickers. What if they didn't specify what the candy bars and ice cream were because they like fucked him on it and he got like rum raisin ice cream and he got like uh, Heath bars or something. I mean, I like Heath personally, but but I I think everyone thinks that's generally a pretty shitty candy bar. He's like, but I want my Snickers and peanut butter ice cream. They're like, yeah, that's why we didn't give it to you. And they're eating that <laughs> while they watch him eat the shitty stuff. They're like, you get rum raisin and heath. <laughs> Nobody likes rum raisin. <laughs> Especially not with heath bars. It's all stuck in your teeth. And then you get raisins in there. Oh, it's just bad news. So on to our next is uh, a, a lady. We got Teresa with Lewis. the worst choice. Well, um, not the I, worst choice, but you, what the fuck? Yeah, you read this. You read this one. So you, fried chicken. You, got, chi- you got me at fried chicken. That's definitely. That's actually one of the things that I'm gonna go for. Solid, um, solid choice. Apple pie is cool. Doctor Pepper, not my choice. Okay, yeah. Like I can Dr. dig Doctor Pepper. Dr. No Pepper. Um, and peas with butter. What? Oh man. What? Oh man. Veggies your last meal. You're gonna be your last meal. You're like peas with butter? Peas with butter. Not even like not even like Brussels sprouts with bacon. Dude, right? Like sauce. I can give a it to bit. you there. Dude, with a little cheddar on there. Like, just give me some frozen peas and throw a little bit of margarine on there. Uh, yeah, fuck that. Yeah. The next person knows how to live it up a little better though. We got Alan Lee Davis. He goes, one lobster tail, fried potatoes, half pound of fried shrimp, fried clams, garlic bread, and a 32-ounce root beer. This guy is, like, essentially cleaned out red Sounds like a man that knows what he wants. I like him. It's a shame he had to be put to death. (laughs) Well, we don't know his crimes. We're not listed crimes here today. We're just listing food choices. Yeah, we should have actually looked into the crimes. We just wanted to know what the people wanted to eat. You're a horrible yeah, person. We're just what, what do horrible people eat? What's their palate? Yeah, what's the palate of a terrible person? Yeah. And you know what? This guy's got a good taste palate to say anything about it. Hey, yeah. You know? I could, dude, if I had to like pick like a generic layout like, and that was one of the choices, like trays, I'd be like, all right, fuck it, I'm going with that. Hell, if that was on an airplane menu, I'd be happy. Yeah, please. If any I'd of be... that was on an airplane menu. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I mean, damn. Yeah, it's, I have the it's, garlic that's bread. Straight up. Yeah, that's like the bubba garlic. Gum. That's like the bubba gum basket right there is what he ordered. <laughs> that's, that's what we're uh, dubbing. I would. Uh, I'm definitely a fan of that. Yeah. And who we got next? So next on the list we got Victor Figora. Single olive with a pit. Now. Jazz. He had hoped to grow an olive tree in his stomach after he had died. <laughs> oh, he should have he should have crusted some dirt too. He could have fucking eaten dirt for the one olive that he ordered. Well, give me one olive with the pit still installed, and then you will bury me <laughs> in the field of my request. Dude, dude probably didn't even like like chew it. He probably just swallowed it whole, like an asshole. <laughs> he lo- looking at the guard in the eye as soon as he brought it in, like no need to leave the plate. 
Like, I will come back as a tree, and I will fall on this godforsaken prison. I will come prison. back as a tree in <laughs> Africa, and I will eat every man. <laughs> oh, he could be a man-eating tree. Maybe that's where they come that's from. Maybe plan. it's a... Oh, okay. He Maybe he was getting into some African folklore. He was going to mutate that olive pit into the olive tree of hell. <laughs> yep. And then he was going to become a man. He was going to try and bust so, out the prison and... It would just Eat shoot olives at people. It wouldn't even, like, if you wouldn't come with and fuck with it at close range, it would just shoot olives at you with a pit. So, like, at fucking 300 miles an hour and fuck you up. <laughs> How far do you have to be to just, like, enjoyably catch olives in your mouth? I don't know if there's, a, I feel like at any range, like, because it, it's going to slowly go down. But even if you're, like, down on the ground catching it, it might fuck your head up, like... Maybe because that's a good business plan right there. You just start catching those olives. I guess if you, you had a net, shit. yeah, you could you could like fashion a net to like take the recoil and catch those fuckers and just be like, ha ha, dick, you're giving me free olives. Free olives. Then you'd have to evolve into like something gotta, else, like get real fucked. All up. you got to do, if you want to start an olive business, you have to get the dead body of a serial killer guy who swallowed the single olive with a pit still installed you have to plant it in your yard the body that's fertilizer known to man like we should get on this for the future like buy criminal bodies install like a really a seed of a plant that people want and just be like this is guaranteed to fucking grow and it's gonna be a supernatural creature tree <laughs> with some sort of olive spitting side effects this tree might sort. haunt you it might haunt you. It might eat your children. Keep your kids but, away. Put a fence around it. Recommendation. But the offset of the price of the free produce is definitely going to pay for it. You never have to feed it. What do you have to complain about? You kill plants all the time. You know it. <laughs> so if you're not if you're not in the olive mood, you can go with Ted Bundy's request here. He declined his last meal. I'll have nothing. He went, Ted, are you sure? He went. I I don't want anything. Ted, I'm, you I'm have upset. to eat. I'm worried about you. I'm not going to eat until you guys take me off death row. T- Ted, you know you have to die. You've done bad things. I'm not talking to anyone. I'm not coming out of my cell ever again. Ted, we're going to pull you out of there and we're going to kill you. You <laughs> might as well eat. What do you want? I, I want to live with dad. Your dad wants nothing to do with you. Ted, last chance. I want nothing. I'll have nothing. That's it. You're getting steak, eggs, hash brown, toast, <laughs> milk, and juice. You're getting the standard. That's and then you're getting killed. That's, that's really what I wanted all along. <laughs> Ted, you should have just said that. You're never honest. I don't know how to that's love. Why we're here. I don't know how to love. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Ted, Ted Bundy declined his last meal. He received the prison standard, which is pretty nice. The prison standard. I, I wish I could go down to Denny's and be like, I'll have, I'll have the prison standard. I was just going to say, uh, it sounds steak. like a, a diner standard. Like you go to there and get the breakfast special. Like, oh, that's the, the name of the diner would be like the name of the meal. Like, oh, that's the blah, blah, blah special. Right. The, the Howie, the Howie D special. <laughs> Yeah, let me get that with milk and, and then, juice to curdle the milk in my stomach, please. Yeah, please. <laughs> so, yeah, it's consisted of steak, eggs, hash brown, toast, milk, and juice, which pretty pretty solid for a, a standard. It's got your proteins. I'd, I'd take it's it. It's got your carbs. It's got your carbs. But it doesn't have your sugar. 
Yeah, no, no. Well, the milk has sugar technically, so you get a little little. And down. the juice probably. Yeah, the juice has natural sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can go sugar overload, and do what the next guy did. Dude, my favorite type of ice cream. I hate explosive. Whoa, sorry. Whoa. Timothy McVeigh. I, I see what you did the there. Dirt, dirt McGirt that killed 168 people in the Oklahoma City bombings. He, his last meal was just two pints of mint chocolate chip ice cream. He was lactose intolerant, uh, too. How do you... <laughs> how, do, how do you eat that much ice cream, though? Two pints, straight up. Dude, I just imagine he would have, like, to be gaseous when they had to examine his body. Did you want that fresh breath? Yeah, totally. That's exactly what it was. Minty. <laughs> the smell of... little, little pieces of chocolate. <laughs> the smell of old milk. Right? Uh, I mean, that's that's like a little overload. You got to have a little bit of balance. Maybe take the steak and the eggs and the toast uh, from Ted Bundy's at it with one pint of the mint chocolate chip. And you don't have to eat the other part of the pint. You can save that for later. Yeah. Well, cool. we 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 can save that for later. <laughs> These guys, not so much. Um, so our our next one is another lady. We got Aileen Warnos. Yeah, who that who the that movie Monster is based on, right? Yep, uh, Charlize Theron starred in uh, Monster, uh, portraying Aileen Warnos. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you said you said something interesting earlier. You said that she had a. Uh, like a lover a lot, that stayed yeah, with her until the end. Yeah, a lot of these people end. you'll find have like obsessors, like especially if they made nationwide news, like. And she had somebody that like stayed with her until like she was put. So she she also declined a special meal, kind of like Ted Bundy. Uh, but she didn't get the prison standard. She got a hamburger from commissary and a cup of coffee. Ah, that's lame. What I what I like to do right before I'm put to death is pour a nice. Warm, full-bodied brew of probably Folgers. instant coffee. Probably not Folgers. Probably, I like to pour the powder, and then I like to pour the hot water on top. And stir. <laughs> and then I add instant creamer to make it look white. There you go. So, yeah, nice nice little commissary hamburger and a cup of coffee for him. You know that shit was else. dry as fuck. Ugh. Ugh. Worst hamburger known to mankind. Prison commissary. Ugh. It's like a, a canned hamburger. Spam burger? <laughs> a, little, a little can burger. Spam burger. Now this next guy, he had it. He had it nice. Oh. We're Ronnie a little Lee shocked Gardner? at this. Yeah. This is yeah. what I could deal yeah, with the too. The fucking again. prime time. List. This is a, just a modified version. Guy got a steak, lobster tail, apple pie. Vanilla ice cream to go with that apple pie because he's goddamn American. And he had a little bit of 7-Up. And then he decided, I want to watch the Lord of the Ring trilogy. Not just one. Not just two. I want to watch all three of these motherfuckers while I eat all this shit. I'm still trying to wrap my mind around what he did to fucking get that. What He's do you do? What do you have ever. to do? Ronnie Lee Gardner. It just sounds like a fucking con man. Yeah, he does sound like a slick He's like, dick. listen, all right. So he, so he originally asked for uh, steak, lobster tail, and like something really rare like puffer fish. And they were like, well, we can't bring in a puffer fish chef that's trained. Like, you might die. Like, well, I'm going to die anyway. Like, you know we can't do it. Ah, like, we, we just, we, that's yeah, a fair yeah. argument. Like, all right, well, 
fuck it. I'll take uh, I'll take everything else if you let me watch the trilogy of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> oh man. So he highballed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, he got what he wanted originally. Because he definitely he didn't even care. He knew he wasn't going to get the puffer fish. But well, he got what he wanted. That's what you got to do when you're... That's what you got to do when you're going in to buy a new car. You, you got to be like... You know they're highballing you, so you got to come down. But they're still going to get what they want out of you, the price, yeah. you know. Well, this is no Corvette. Sir, it's a minivan. You're looking at minivans. Well, it's still no Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> it's true though he's not wrong so we were gonna do our last meal choices but in the event of ronnie lee gardner who stepped it up a notch with the uh three hour or three movie binge watch of lord of the rings uh we decided we're gonna do last meals and binge watch so we get like we didn't commit any crimes we persuaded here. our way to get it you know he's not yeah. the only slick fuck around town I could go out and buy my last meal <laughs> yeah. if I want. I mean, it's, it's kind of weird to say, but I could. Fuck it. You I know? feel like that's something we should Everything do on this list. Just like last meal day, just like feast, like Thanksgiving, but like almost like a stoner holiday. Do all the things like, you would eat. Okay. I, I kind of like that. Maybe we should make a holiday. Yeah, Get at us. Get at us, listeners, if you want a well, holiday meal called last meal day. Because you never know. You eat everything. Tomorrow could be the last day. Yeah, you don't know. You can walk outside and get hit by a train if you live near train tracks. Yeah, they come out of nowhere. <laughs> just like when you're walking out off of that porch, just look both ways and make sure there's no train coming. That's just a little piece of advice yeah. for you. Look both ways. And just and just move. Just move. Just stop. Why is your porch right off stepping onto train tracks? That's a terrible yeah, place for you. You live in Detroit and the train tracks are like, you know, through your fucking neighborhood, you know? At least you can grab a free ride if you're quick yeah, about yeah. it. So hop, hop, hitching right a ride. On. So when you're not hitching a ride for free on a train that you jumped upon, uh, and you're getting your last meal, and doing last meal day hashtag last meal day. Um, do you, do you want to go first? Did you want me to go first? Uh, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I can go first. So start mine off. I would like to have a six-pack of Cinnamon Horchata Blue Moon Brew, all right? Those <laughs> are so tasty. tasty, and I can never find them in more than, like, three quantity in the big sampler. So, good luck, yep. fucks. Yep. <laughs> um, Send Matt some Horchata yeah, beer. definitely get at me. If you know where it is, DM come on, hit me up. Uh, <laughs> so, besides the alcohol, what I want... It's three medallions of filet mignon. You know how they come in like those little slivers, those little slices? Oh, God, I want three fat medallions yeah. of those, okay? I want okay. three slices of chicken bacon ranch pizza, okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. And on top of that, this is this is the topper, okay? I want a three-piece meal from KFC with the goddamn biscuit, the coleslaw, and the mashed potatoes and gravy, all right? Yeah. I'm going out with the shittiest food ever because I fucking want it. Oh, that's fucking, great. And I want all this food because I'm going to be watching the entire season of The Office <laughs> while I eat it. Okay. And the first good, season. Good I'll, I'll settle choice. for the first season. I'm not going to be a dick and and make it drag out three days. I could. I could say, hey, give me like a little bit of crack and I'll watch 
fucking whole see the whole fucking what six seven seasons yeah three yeah, days straight i'm going to sleep give me crap yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking that's great that, that now do you think you'd take it in like um like courses essentially i feel like i'd lay it out all in front of me and i'd just sample on it like i just you know i'd eat, I'd eat a medallion of okay. the flaming yawn then maybe i'd eat one of the pieces of chicken have a couple nibbles of that pizza keep sipping on my beer <laughs> oh this first episode is pretty funny jim said something really that was that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> that's great oh man oh that michael he'll get you he's like a knee slapper right there <laughs> now i have to say we had some similarities between our last meals. ah good taste sir Comes we, had, we had a couple uh, yeah definitely it, it uh we had a couple crossover uh items okay. here um so for my last meal, I would go with a large glass of chocolate milk with Hershey's syrup. None of this Nesquik okay. shit, because we all know that when you make chocolate milk with Hershey's versus chocolate milk with any other syrup, it tastes way different. Um, so we're going large glass of chocolate milk with Hershey's syrup, a large pepperoni pizza with blue cheese dressing on the side. Dank. This blue cheese dressing is for the pizza. It is also for the six hot buffalo chicken wings, all drumsticks. Oh shit! So I'll be dipping, I'll be dipping pizza with blue cheese, pepperoni pizza, and I'll be dipping drumsticks with blue cheese. I only need six. I, I'm not gonna eat all of them. Yeah. Because I need room for my curly fries with cheese. Oh shit, dude! I might dip those into blue cheese as well. I feel like you're gonna need about a pint of blue cheese. Yeah, I'm going to need a fuck decent it. Add a pint of blue cheese to mine as well. I'll find something. <laughs> throw, Maybe I'll throw, eat this food. Throw it on the side. Yeah, just for a little bit. Dude, crust, if you... Oh, if fuck Listeners, yeah. if you have not tried pizza crust with blue cheese dressing, oh, it's it's great. If you like ranch, like this will blow you out yeah, of the water. Yeah, it's definitely got way more texture to it than ranch. And I love ranch like on my pizza, so... Definitely. So we got chocolate milk, pepperoni pizza, blue cheese dressing on the side, six hot buffalo chicken wings, curly fries with cheese, and a large black coffee with sugar, all while binge watching Planet Earth on an organic LED curved screen television. Yes. Yes. Seeing the planet one last time in full HD. Yeah. It'd be pretty cool. Because then it's like, you could probably get up after that and be like, I'm ready. I know all. And I feel like shit from what I've yes. eaten. <laughs> yes. Like, I'm done with this body. I'd like to... <laughs> Let my mind descend. Yeah, I, know, I, see, I don't know the bylaws here, but if, the, if there was, like, a free-for-all, then I want some fucking marijuana edibles, and I want some weed. And I would go out happy Yeah, we didn't... In, I was going to say, you included beer. I didn't include alcohol. If I was going to include alcohol, there'd be a vodka tonic thrown in there, too. Dude, and it would be Ciroc I would vodka, have cause that shit's like good. a pack of the death gummy bears where one gummy bear like fucking puts you out. Oh my God, you can take the alcohol away. Just give me the gummy bears. <laughs> right? Yeah, that'll be that'll be an interesting day when that when it comes down to uh, allowing medical or like even legal weed in prison. That would be the shit, man. Yeah, they don't they don't get alcohol. We so found out they're, they're a lot less violent. Either. Yeah, they right? stop locking no, the people up that fucking use weed first off that fucking the, yeah yeah definitely. the fucking 80 percent of people that are incarcerated they're locked up for weed 
if you if you guys want to hear us talk political shit and want us to start a political podcast, let us know. Get at us. It's something we've been thinking yes, about. Um, but the last segment that we we're going to do here with our Halloween stuff, we're going to leave you off with some good Halloween. And you movies. know how we love our movies, people. We got a whole list of them that we would say are like they might not all be Halloween related, but they're definitely ones that if you haven't seen them, totally yeah, worth perfect watching. To get you in the Halloween spirit. Uh, do you want to start off, Matt? Well, um, one that I really liked. It's uh, it's it'll bring you back nostalgic. Hocus Pocus. Who doesn't love Hocus Pocus? Come on now. Definitely, Hocus Pocus was a good yeah. one. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker, Bette Midler. Uh, can't remember the names. A lot of, of the people act- that disappeared actually like off the face of the earth. The government right? conspiracy, but. We're not going to cover that today. <laughs> That'll be a different episode. Um, a, a couple more. We got Psycho, the Alfred Hitchcock film. The original, film. yes. It's yeah, really good. Oh, and you mentioned Wilford Brimley before. He's in The Thing. Yes. The 1982 Kurt Russell, Wilford Brimley yeah, version. Yeah, pillar in horror films. Uh, next, we got The Exorcist. Yeah, which, come on. Everybody's fucking seen that one time in their life. If you haven't, you need to see it at least once before you die. Fucking creepy. Yeah, It'll I don't even to this day. I'm not even that. I'm not even that big on ghost type Me movies either. and like possession type things. But but that's one that's like an absolute must yeah, see. Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. It beats like uh, the Amityville horror by far. The uh, Shining is another uh, that we would suggest that's kind of ghosty. Paranormal. Sort of paranormal craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The Shining is another classic that everybody should fucking see before they die. You have to. That's where that Here's Johnny line comes from that you see. God. Yeah, when he was a maniac. When flew over the cuckoo's nest. Like, oh, my God, that's that crazy era. Another maniac you guys should know uh, from Evil Dead 2 uh, is Bruce Campbell. He was in a bunch of the Evil Dead series. Uh, he was also had a television series recently. Um, I actually haven't checked that out. I'll have to. Yeah, yeah. Because he, he's an awesome actor. Yep, yeah. Is that Wait, was that a Netflix original too? The new Evil Dead? I want to say it was like Showtime. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or one, one of those okay. networks. Um, we also have one that you were saying before, this is a dual one. Yeah, this one. is one I watched on Halloween and, um, you know, like Christmas Eve, the nightmare before Christmas, Jack Skeleton. Oh yeah, Tim Burton. you can't go wrong with one of Burton's early works. It's, uh, animation, it's so cool. Um, I dig it. Animation at Until its I finest. die, like, I'll love that movie. Definitely a classic. Another classic, oh, Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, Ghostbusters is a classic, man. It's uh, you cannot go wrong. Don't watch the remake. Don't fucking insult. I didn't don't. see it. Why would you? It's an insult. Like, I mean, I'd give it I a chance. Know, like, it, it's ridiculous. I usually, I'll give, I'll give movies like five, ten minutes before I turn them off. Yeah. But um, when we're saying Ghostbusters, we're talking about the nineteen eighty four Ghostbusters. Yeah, Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd. Come on, come on now. Can't go wrong. We just lost one of our Ghostbusters. Yeah. 
Um, uh, Harold yeah. Remus. But my all-time favorite, and ironically named movie, is Halloween. Um, you cannot go wrong with this classic, 1978, and it's still the like creepiest fucking slasher type deal of all. Michael Myers is paranormal and serial killer extraordinaire. <laughs> He's an unstoppable killing force. You can check out the Rob Zombie remakes too. They, they're they fucking pretty dope. I like his take on it. Um, but the original man, you cannot go wrong. Jamie Lee Curtis starting off her career. Shot. <laughs> um, it, yeah. It's fucking an amazing storyline. Um, it gets crazy with the fucking... Uh, there's, there's a couple that are off... Um, What's the one? The the mask one? Don't watch the mask one. I don't remember what the fuck the name is because it's horrible. But uh, there've been a lot of remakes. Halloween one and two are yeah. The Rob Zombie ones are pretty Um, legit. H two O is kind of cool if you want to watch Buster Rhymes get fucked. (laughs) Uh, Resurrection's cool as well. Um, just because like if you have that nostalgia. But Halloween one, man, check that shit out if you haven't, because I'm pissed at you. Watch the classic. <laughs> if you yeah, if you haven't watched it, yeah, get to it. It's, it's fucking Halloween. Halloween, people. Get out there, fucking tear it up. Tonight is the night. If you're listening to this on the actual day it's released, fucking go out and do something fun. It's a work night. It's Monday. Fuck it. We all know Adult. it sucks. You're scheduled. You got to get up. But fuck it. it. Yeah. It's like, Halloween. I, I know me and you both have kind of like open ideas with plans we haven't really figured it out but i know we're gonna find something fucking cool to do we'll end up fucking going out doing something cool fucking see the people in their crazy Damn fucking well costumes better. do our crazy costumes ourselves fucking spur of the moment who knows i still gotta make my costume yeah me too man we'll craft it like we always do wing it yeah absolutely well this this has been American Psycho Podcast on Halloween. Wishing you a happy Halloween. Happy Halloween, everybody. Have a fucking great time, but be safe out there. And that's it. There you go. Take a fucking pumpkin. What? Just fucking do it. Just smash a fucking pumpkin. You don't want to. It's so much fun. Well, I'm just... I, I don't think we should. Just do it. But... We think it's fucking awesome. Just kick, kick a pumpkin. Just kick a fucking pumpkin. Just kick it. Just fucking kick it. Fine! I'll fucking do it!